The following is brought to you by the Starfleet Podcast Network, SPN, The Spin. Big J's beef! We had talked after the fact of the other episode, and one of the things that I had said was we kind of talked about the mental health piece. Yes. Um, so I kind of want to go back to that with the whole data thing. Okay. Um, you know, like they have this um, Android sort of bipolar android kind of yeah but um yeah so they, they've got this really complex neuro net system in there and you know yeah they're really they're really playing up kind of this you know thing of him being bipolar that you know he has like this um you know very logical reasonable side of data and this crazy side of lore and you know there's this battle back and forth and i really you know i was really struggling a lot with that because you know people don't have partitions in their heads and or do they (laughs) we wish um but you know like it seems almost cruel of sung to have like built this thing and then left it to its own device to like battle itself out of which personality is going to be the dominant one and take over or, or can it even assimilate itself into it's into like an overall um, thing. So I just, I was really, you know, we, we see, I mean, data, it, the actor like doing such a good job of flipping back and forth. Um, But, you know, yeah, like I almost feel like there was, you know, before I had said, you know, there was somebody else out there that was pulling the strings for Vatic, that there's no way that Vatic is the top person in here. And now we know we've seen this like floating goo head um, a couple times that she is answering to. Um, but I almost feel like is, was there some contamination of, um, data and lore? Um, they did say he loves, lore loves the chaos, but what, is there something deeper in there? Have they somehow gotten in and done anything in his programming to pull him forwards and get him in on this? So I would be interested to see that too. Some men just want to watch the world burn and... To me, that describes lore. So you raise a very good point because if Alton Soong had the ability to transfer whatever this saved copy was of the different personalities or memory engrams of B4, Lal, uh, Alton, Alton Soong himself in Data... Why would did I get B four wall lore data Alton soon five okay if why would you include lore why would you do that because you know how dangerous he is and how just fanatical the guy is so if erratic. You're, yeah in, in erratic you're right why would you choose that why would you why would you choose to put your creation, which is as close as you're going to get, which is great. I don't think you can get any closer to being human. Uh, essentially, he's just like Picard, who was also for all, I mean, he's a synth. You know, his when he died at the end of season one, his consciousness, memory, 
brain patterns, all that stuff was transferred over and imprinted on this, this new, this new body. So the same thing happened with, and I, they don't even have a name for them yet. Uh, we'll just call them data lore. That was the name of the episode in next generation season one that we first were introduced to Lord. So for now, until we get an actual official name, which I don't see them going with just data because if they're going to do that, why would they set up this whole thing? But I think to me, it seems to be a little, I don't know if cruel is the right word to it, but very irresponsible that if you could pick, you've, you've got these memories and personalities that you can put in a body. Why would you knowingly just go ahead and say, well, I want to be a completist and put all of them in here. That includes the psycho. I don't get that. I, I've, I got a problem with that. Well, I, I don't know. It's, is that the commentary on humanity of everyone is both good and evil? I don't, I mean, that's, that's the only thing I could think like of. Everyone can be redeemed. I don't know, but you know, like if there's going to be a dominance of something or I, I just don't see as strong as a personality as Lore was and is in this new um, synth. Um, it's, I don't see him acquiescing to become a lesser part than just taking over the whole thing. And, you know, like, I don't see the other ones having even a chance, you know, like he is definitely, um, there, there was this, the struggle for data to come back and find his way to be, um, in the in the front in the primary position um, of acting in that body when um, he's trying to save the ship and the people on it from all of what Lore was doing and so yeah I just I'm not sure what the redeeming qualities of Lore being included in there would be. I don't see any. I'm having a very hard time seeing any, and I think that. You are already going into a topic that I think is one that you should sort of tread lightly because you're right. And I didn't think of it this way. You're kind of getting into that mental health kind of aspect of it. And to me, it really feels like, well, the, the way to the way to portray something like that, uh, or at least the way it comes off is that if you have a mental health issue, if you're bipolar, that there's the good side and the bad side, and that somehow it's it's a competition of well, which one which one prevails, which one comes out. The thing is, is that for an actual person here in in, in real life who's going through that, it's not like they asked for that. They they didn't ask to be bipolar. They didn't ask, or they didn't choose the kind of personalities that they're wrestling with. But you have this person, this very brilliant cyberneticist that is playing God. I think just is playing God and messing around with, well, I'm going to, I'm not really giving that free will per se, or 
I'm going to make a come at a there's there's got to be a test for it and some work done for it. To me, honestly, I think that it's kind of and I, I could be being being too harsh here, but making it making it look bad for people that actually genuinely have mental health concerns. Well, isn't that I mean, that that's kind of the whole thing. If you don't suffer from a mental health issue, you have no idea what it is to live with that and work through that and de- and, co- and cope. And so here is another portrayal that probably is someone who has no idea or may have at one point had a very small kind of thing. Like from, from my perspective, it is not a person writing this who actually has understood or suffered from a mental health issue. And that's the whole thing is how, how can you put that lore, a personality in there and say that this makes data more human just because he's like, to me, he embodies the evil part and, you know, the, the recklessness and all of these, the bad choices and everything else. And I don't think that, you know, there's, there's been the, like, they had the humor switch, um, with data and allowing him to, um, experience that or like the, um, physical kind of, sense sensibilities and and things to make him more human like why does he have to have a part of him being making bad decisions or you know be this person that's doing something that hurts or endangers other people to me that's kind of promoting that whole stigma of mental health and you know, that's that's the part that, you know, bothers me a lot with this whole part. You know, I I would have rather had seen um, them somehow. I mean, I like the idea of partitions, but but why do we need to have everybody put in there together? Like he could have included some of the better parts of other things. And I don't know as far as all of the episodes we've ever seen or all of the information we've ever had from lore, if there is any benefit to him being in there. But as far as what we've depicted so far, it hasn't been. Well, and let's just lay it out there. Let's just say it. Artificial intelligence, synth, they are dangerous. They can be very dangerous. They've all but destroyed Mars. When the uh, when there was the attack on the rescue fleet that was supposed to evacuate Romulus before it was destroyed, and you would you would think there have been several times where Data has gone off the rocker. He was able to completely take control of the Enterprise D at at one point single handedly. You see you've seen what he's capable of. And you see what Lore is capable of when to, I, I think it's irresponsible. It's irresponsible knowing that how dangerous these androids can be and what we've seen them be able to accomplish. And then, well, here, I'm just going to take this crazy lunatic who can do things to put people in harm's way and 
and just select to do that. Now, now I was kind of worried and and when I saw this first part with him and they were kind of like, what's going on? I'm thinking who hooked him up and left him hooked up when they knew he was having all of these internal issues. I'm thinking now that's awfully stupid. Don't hook him up to anything. Which person's job was that? And not like I get LaForge was down there. Jordy was doing something. The daughter was doing something. But I'm like, why would you have him hooked into like everything? Like there should be some sort of, you know, external port or some because we have not learned a sustained thing that he's he can't get to the rest of the ship. I mean, I just was like, wait a minute, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So that kind of fell on somebody there with. You would you, you would think, think with all his experience, he would not have been letting his daughter plug her this thing in this machine into like something that could access. But but like I said, you know, we don't know what has he's been in the Daystrom place. We have no idea what's been going on there. We you know, like he, they're pulling him out of there and they don't know really what all that's about. So it's like you pull this thing out and you have no idea what instructions or, you know, information that it's carrying or viruses or whatever else. And you just plug them up to your ship and you know, you're ready for like <laughs> anything, you know, Hey, let's just go for it. So yeah, I just, I kind of had a little bit of beef with that, you know, like where is the responsibility and you know, these people are supposed to be thinking and trained and you're already in a, problem with your ship you know you got all these people coming after you that are like blobby and you know like can <laughs> blobby, I like it. take take over anybody's face and and you know just go ahead and add the next layer where you throw your guy in there that's your crazy robot that's all messed up and hey we got a good good story so it's kind of like when you see a flash drive sitting on the ground, on the floor, or whatever, and you think, hmm. What's I, on that? What's, yeah. I'm going to plug that in and check it out. I, I don't know what this is, where it came from, but I'm just going to go ahead and plug it in. And folks, just so you know that it is certainly possible to have something on a flash drive that all you have to do is plug it in and completely just F up your computer. So, you don't want to do that. If you worry if you're going to do that, Get a full-size robot with lots of personality problems. <laughs> well. And just plug it in and see where we end up. I was going to say use a spare computer, but, you know, it's, it's like, look at this guy with his spare computer. Uh, yeah, sure. But, right. Yeah, let's just hook him into the entire ship and let him go wild. Which I I get it. You know that data is is in there somewhere. And, and you trust that, but hell too much of a risk and i think that you raised another very good point was that they they may not have had the the intention or the thought of going into making this relate to to mental health i'm sure that's something that that we're talking about the writers may not have i'm sure they probably didn't think well this is how this is going to be interpreted but you're right. With that being said, it's just yet another thing where you have you have someone who does not know, hasn't experienced that. Well, we don't know who who wrote this whole thing and 
But we got Jack Crusher too, and he's having hallucinations, Visions, auditory yeah. things go on. I mean, his his problems are very much of a mental state as well. So I really like we're this is this whole thing with the data sung robot is not the first time that we've seen this. So, you know, I, th- I think this this whole season so far, um, you know, we've we've had some issues with where we talked about previously in the bar when there's kind of that breakdown of Captain Shaw. Oh, yeah. Um, basically, f- like verbally attacking Picard over, you know, everything that happened to, you know, the people that were on his ship. And, you know, you see him kind of cracking. You see Picard saying, oh, no, he's, you know, like he's right. But we also understand at that point that Picard had been uh, looking at that point. So we're talking about here's another person who's been taken out of their normal functioning and had computer parts or whatever stuck into them and is being controlled by something else. Now, for some of us, you know, that could be the commentary of, you know, food or drugs or other things or stress even, you know, we're, we're seeing stress being this major factor of, really that whole mental piece there. So I, I've seen this theme, you know, this is about the fourth or fifth time now um, through this, this season. So I, I do think that that's really, you know, like I kind of like missed out on talking about it, that, that episode with, um, you know, the, the whole ship thing with Shaw and everything. And uh, when he's talking about what happened on the uh, USS Constance during Wolf 359 and just do a quick review for uh, just a reminder. So basically Captain Liam Shaw was in the holodeck they had holodeck bar going on. This is a few episodes back when they thought the ship was just, everyone thought that that was it. They were going to die. So they all gathered in the bar and uh, he recounted the story of his perspective on his ship during battle of wolf three, five, nine, and that there was one life pod and 50 people life pod had room for 10 and they, they weren't trying to, fight over who lives and who dies, they waited for orders. So Lieutenant comes down and just starts pointing you, you, you. And Shaw got pointed to as, as number 10. And he, he felt like he didn't, he didn't deserve it. Why was he getting picked? He's uh, what he said. He said, I'm just a dipshit from Chicago. And he suffers that survivor's guilt. And on top of that, now your first officer is an ex-Borg. <laughs> you, you have the person who led the entire attack on your ship as well with his former first officer causing all kinds of problems. And basically, you, you are around this constant reminder. And he had friends on that ship. Like he, like he said in the bar, Picard was talking about Jack Crusher and they were best friends. Sounds like spent a lot of time together and which I totally get. And Shaw said that these people on this ship, they were all his Jack Crusher and he lost so many people. And now he's having to work alongside 
and see his ship and his life and the life of his crew put at risk by the person that he basically, I think, still sees as Locutus. Mm-hmm. And how did I get here? How did we end up here? Well, what was the point I was trying to make? Where was I docking this ship? <laughs> I just, I don't know, but it just occurred to me when you're going back through that. Remember, mm-hmm. I had kind of questioned why Shaw was such an asshole. Excuse me, language. Um, oh, this is not a kid show. Go ahead. Just <laughs> let the expletives fly. Well, to um, seven of nine. And yeah. now it makes sense that we now know the backstory of what he's, you know, he's got the survivor's guilt that he's carrying around. And this must be what, you know, like she's directly under him. And, you know, so why are you taking this person that isn't fully a person or has been reclaimed as a person? I mean, I don't know exactly what her link still is or what she, you know, she obviously has some artificial implants that you can see. So definitely, you know, I mean, that's one of those things that would be easy. She was assimilated as a child. Okay. As a young child. And um, she was liberated basically while she was on the uh, USS Voyager. So she was a grown adult though. Yes. Okay. So, so I mean, I, I think her visual um, implants, yeah, her visual implants, like that's just one of those things that's, you know, right there for him to, you know, kind of discriminate against because he's like looking right at her. It's right and there. He sees it. it. So it's that constant reminder. So I kind of get that now um, that we're we're talking about that, why he was being the way he was. But, you know, and not that that makes it right. But I I do think, you know, his whole um, you know, their, their whole situation of like, oh, we're all going to die. So, you know, we're going to spend the last few moments. And these are the things that are flashing through his head. You know, we talk, we're talking about the, the stress and how that's causing kind of a mental crack for him. And, you know, we've seen him kind of come back from that. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting to see where do they, where do they lead with all of this with Jack? Um, because he's, he has said there is something very wrong. I've always felt different. I don't feel right. Um, you know, and it's interesting as Beverly's been a, a doctor all this time, well before he was ever conceived and born and growing up. Why has she not caught on to any of this? So if it was just the, the diagnosis from that um, disorder that from Picard mm-hmm. that he had received... You would think that there would have been like, why is she not seeing any of this? And there, and he goes and we don't see it all on camera, but there is a discussion between him and Picard about what something with, what's going on with him. So Picard's a little more aware, but I don't we don't know exactly what was shared. So is Picard fully aware that he is um, having hallucinations and auditory um things besides the visuals and and everything and and does you know now he's like being able to read somebody's mind so you know i I think this is a a far stretch but where are they going to lead us with all this and that's what i'm really curious to see i like the the angle that you that you had with the how this uh, episode in particular and how the uh, the season in general has been dealing with the um, 
past traumas and and current mental stress uh, issues that are happening, which is that on top of this this whole stealing Picard's former body to use it in some way to sabotage the the entire fleet, I think is. And nobody knows about Jack, but the people on this ship right now. Right. So that's correct. That's so what is be- it that he has that's so important? And, and he said, maybe I, I, it's got to be more than just it's got to be more than just a blood transfusion thing, because that would be retreading Star Trek Nemesis with Shinzon needing basically Picard's blood. Well, and we forgot <laughs> or I forgot until now, mm-hmm. like, are we being set up for an entire like war uh, in Starfleet because we know that there have been all these people um, before where we knew that there was some deception going on and, and they said, oh, it's the changelings and they've taken positions in Starfleet. But I don't think they could have all gotten in there without help. So I'm wondering if we're getting a big setup for the the, the people that are upset with um some of the things going on or, you know, like Picard or whatever else, what are they going to spin this into? Because I feel like they could be setting this up for like a whole big, another war. Dominion war two. Yeah. Not just with the changelings. Well, so the, the right now, these, these changelings are being labeled as rogues. So they're not working under the official, flag or leadership of the great link. Basically these, these changelings are being disavowed. They're not being recognized officially. Cause and, they're like a subspecies. Well, no, not, not a subspecies, just a rogue group, but they're, but they're genetically different than the yes. other changelings. So and there we don't is, know if the other ones have evolved like, like these have, these I, ones have, I, I don't think so. Well, I mean, from the way that the the hints have been, this seems like this is a was a small group of the uh, Vatic and then spread to the nine people and then they're spreading stuff to others. So I I feel like there's a subgroup. One change. No, there was that was the part I didn't quite get was was there just this one changeling that was being experimented on or were there? No, there was like they said there were like. Like I think eight or, or nine of them uh-huh. in jars in yeah, there. I, I and that. so they were all being experimented on. I mean, at least that right. was my takeaway was that, they you know, all like they, they, but they're able to spread this thing to other. Well, I, somehow I think Vatic was able to come out of that goo and transform into this new type of um, changeling. Right. And then went and shared whatever the properties were and, and helped those other changelings become like her. And then, so I don't know. I mean, so what, what is it that she needs to do to share? Because she said something about um, connecting to Jack. So there's something I feel like, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and here's this thing where we go back to seeing him um, share whatever it is with, with, uh, Jordy's daughter. 
um, with the eyes Sydney that are in. Yeah, Cindy. So. C- uh, no, Sydney. 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 Yeah. Sydney. No, Sydney. <laughs> I said Sydney. You said Cindy. <laughs> we'll get Sydney. it right at some point. We're just we're having a bad night because we're <laughs> we're both old, slow. That's what it tired. is. Tired. <laughs> That's what I'm going to claim it is. It, it can't. It can't be anything. It's else. this weather. It's the weather. <laughs> yeah. Spring. Oh my god! Like my, our cobwebs need to be cleaned out of our brains. For real. Well, and plus we're in an area where we experience like it's not odd for us to go through two or three seasons in a day. Yeah. Or in a week. So that's if I sound nasally, then that's you know that's why I'm bones hurt joints are not doing well but so so anyway in, in regards to the, the whole war thing um if they officially recognize this group then there would have to be a declaration of war which was what was talked about um i think prior episode uh i think that that's that should happen anyway but you know that's that's be for another time uh this one that we we had tonight Sounds like you and I are on the same page was that if they, whether knowingly or unknowingly, dipped into the waters of of mental health is that maybe it's kind of setting it. Well, it's not their responsibility to be the advocates of it. So I can't say that I would accuse them of setting it back or anything like that. But I think my takeaway from it is. The, the choice, you don't have the choice and it being made for you like Alton soon did makes it even a little worse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A, you're right. Jenny. I don't know. I, really I'm just, I'm really that. glad I'm, I'm definitely not having i don't know i could well, i could yeah, use crazy i could use some not. partitions in my brain but folks let me just show you. <laughs> but yeah i i i don't envy uh the data sung version of this i thought you already had a couple partitions as it is uh, i wish <laughs> <laughs> they've all failed if there were any in there oh to begin god with. yeah every partition in this lady has failed and crashed you know <laughs> nothing i can do i've i've tried but hey you know <laughs> it's the brain damage <laughs> hit your head too many times i know i have but, speak for yourself uh-uh <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope. You crazy. I'm crazy. They're crazy. We're all crazy. We've all got so a we, So we're speaking about something we know about. This yeah, see, so, that's right. We know. You know? We, we are the authority. We know about this stuff. <laughs> so we can tell you. Yeah. So that's. that's Any it. closing thoughts that you've, you've got or observations you want to make? Um, no, but if you see my eyes glowing, <laughs> you better know to get out of the way. If I see your eyes glowing, I'm just going to scream, what the fuck? Where's the beef? We are beyond your podcast. Lower your inhibitions and surrender your years. We will add inspirational and hilarious trip content to your day. Your attention will adapt to subscribe to us. Resistance is futile.